Hey, everybody, Mark Herman, a.k.a. L.A. Bengal fan on most of the major platforms. And I am joined here by my partner in crime, Sam Schneider, for another episode of Jungle Talk. Day. All right, here we go. So we are going to preview our upcoming game with the Chicago Bears, our first road game of the year. And uh, I know I've been, you know, if you've been following Twitter and looking at all the social media, the fan base is really excited. Um, I, I would like to say something before we even get started. We're going to do the what we're feeling good about, what we're not feeling good about. But I want everybody to understand two things. First of all, stop overreacting over the power rankings. <laughs> there's no people act like there's a uh, like there's an award we get like we walk around with week week one 21 instead of 27 power ranking it's nothing God, it, it means absolutely nothing i saw one power ranking we were behind detroit and atlanta and teams i thought we should have been passed but who cares the next one i saw had us in front of those teams and had us at 21 or 20 you know but still guys just it's power rankings it's right. like, it's like I mean it's fine but it's fine by me the further <laughs> down we are frankly yeah I always say let's fly under the radar let's do all that and I always am I'm reminded by you know Alan Iverson you're talking about practice we're talking about practice you're talking about a bunch of anal analysts speculating as to who you know what order to put the teams in now it, it's nothing. So just stop well, it. You know, when you get things like that, like the power rankings and whatnot, you know, all it does is, you know, this is a team, you know, we're the fourth youngest team in the NFL. Right. Um, and, and this is a team that, that could stand to be playing with a chip on its shoulder. And I say the more chips, the better. Yeah. So I, listen, yeah. Keep, keep doubting us. Keep, yeah, keep ranking us too low. Yeah. Keep right. saying that we're going to stink. Great. All the better for our guys to just go out there and play angry and play their game. Well, and, and you, you just just to put put an emphasis on this, there was somebody who who right, you know, correctly reported. They said, you know, back in 2015, we were eight. No, we uh, we were only only got to number five on the power rankings. And I was like, so they still were mad. They're still thinking about six years. Right, ago. Right. They're, still, they're still pissed about not breaking the top three. Right. No, you. It means nothing. Listen, <laughs> the meltdown still happened. I mean, that's where it all. So just I'm more pissed off about that. I could care less about how high we got in the power rankings, you know. So right. the other thing is, let's talk about spreads real quick. OK, and we were just uh, looking at the money line and where it's gone. Let's look at the, the line opened, I think, three or three and a half for depending on what casino you were at. Yeah, and I think people most started. Yeah. And people started crying about the fact that we were underdogs. And I said, shut up and bet it. So I jumped on the, the plus one thirty five money line. I teased it. So I got ten. And then I also rounded. I think it was three and a half on the site at one point, And I rounded it to four and got the Bengals plus four. If a stock is undervalued, you don't go yelling to the SEC that this stock should be one hundred and twenty. It's only one hundred and five. You shut up and you go buy the stock at one hundred and five. So <laughs> I I will take us as underdogs all year and just tease us and play the money lights all year long right and clearly the the betting minds are we're not alone because the money line is now down 20 points is now down to one one five well yeah and the same thing is you know obviously people out there outside of just cincinnati were plunking money down on the Bengals because the line opened at three um on about if you look at it like say let's say 10 sports books now 
Um, about five of them have the line down to two and a half. Five of them have it all the way down to one. Like right. we're, we're only one point dogs. So anybody that got got it at plus three is feeling pretty good about themselves right, right now. And I, and I bought the extra half point and got it at four. Yeah, so so, I've got a plus. You know, four. take the take 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 the free chance at money. Right. Stop. So stop crying about this stuff and just when you see that, that's the reason why you do your cards Sunday night or early Monday morning when the lines come out because you think the lines are going to move and you want to jump on something. Yeah, sometimes they move in the other direction, but most of the time, like here, you're going to have the because gamblers they don't care. You know, they're they're not worried about whether it's Cincinnati. They're not thinking about baggage. They're not thinking about anything they're thinking about making money so and clearly the betting public is is right there so yeah take the best opportunities yeah so those are the two things on social media that went on that kind of that kind of i just shook my head so but uh let's go ahead we're going to do this in the same format we always do on these previews we're going to talk about things we're not feeling good about and then things we're feeling good about um and i can start i'm not feeling good i I feel good that fields is not the starting quarterback this week but he's going to be an issue when he comes into the game so i'm not feeling good about him coming in um if they start using him on red zone packages things like that i prefer that he just he can start playing next week more right this week i'd like to you know, have them come in for the one series or whatever. I think they're going to have more than one series for us. Um, but uh, but that's one of the things I'm not feeling good about. Well, a lot of it's going to have to have to have to do with with how Andy's doing, too. You know what I mean? Um, this is the second time he's faced us since he left before last season. Um, last year with Dallas, um, they whooped us 30 to seven. Uh, Andy was 16 of 23, 185, two touchdowns. Um, obviously he felt comfortable playing against us. It's apples to oranges. You know what I mean? You can't say right. like, Oh, he knows the Bengals. It's not like that. Um, but you know, I, I think I, we still see a lot of, a lot of Bengals fans that talk about how bad Andy was and man, Andy has a lot of records here. Um, and it's not just from longevity. Um, it's from efficiency, it's scoring touchdowns, such like that. It's just a matter of whether you, you know, play up to 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 you play up his game when you're drawing up the the game plan so right. you know if they come out throw a bunch of short passes maybe we won't see as much as fields uh if dalton is doing just well enough hopefully we'll of course be running away with it at that point but yeah i agree with you i think we're going to see fields uh on the field uh, more than more than a more than a handful of times in this game and and i don't feel great about that either you know, and I would, you know, what I would like is I would like for fields to be starting after this game. So mm-hmm. when Pittsburgh plays Chicago and Baltimore plays Chicago, they get to play fields, you know, right. we're catching the bears at, at a good time, which is something that I have as my feeling good about. But the other things I, uh, the other things I have is there's the two main scorers they have are a- a- Allen Robinson, David Montgomery. So we're going to need to take care of, we're coming off a team that had better wide receivers, I think. So I think our secondary is up to the challenge there, but I'm worried about those guys. We need to do to Montgomery what we did to cook last week. And if we can do that, that's going to be uh, be a good game for us, but I'm concerned about them. And then my biggest concern is their D's pissed. Their D was embarrassed against the Rams. Their secondary looked horrible. It's not that bad. Um, so I have Eddie Jackson on my fantasy team. I didn't start him last week. I'm not starting him this week, but I do follow the Bears defense. And the secondary is usually pretty good. They don't have Kyle Fuller anymore. He's moved on. I think he's on Denver, but uh, he's moved on, which is, a, which is a nice thing for us not have to face him. But, but I'm concerned that their defense has that chip on their shoulder and is going to be looking to make a statement this game. 
Right. Um, you know, I'll, I'll piggyback first on on what you said about um, Alan Robinson and uh, David Montgomery. You know, they were just absolutely blown out by the Rams last week. I mean, it was just no contest. And Montgomery um, still had 108 yards. Right. He had 6.8 yards per carry against yeah. a, an ext- one of the best defensive fronts in the national football league um, and a touchdown. He only had one catch for 10 yards, which is a little surprising uh, considering the situation they were in for most of the game. Um, And Montgomery can catch the ball out of the backfield. So that's part of what I'm not feeling good about. I'm feeling good about us being able to stop him at the line of scrimmage, the way we did Dalvin cook um, and plug up those holes. But I'm a little leery of, you know, swing passes to the outside, uh, the quick dump off throw that gets him into space um and and him getting yards in in chunks that way um and everybody knows that andy likes those dump offs if they're trying to get him to get rid of the ball quickly then i think that could be a problem yeah um you know as far as the defense goes they are getting a little long in the tooth so i while i agree with you that they're not uh as bad as what they showed last week and matt stafford had an extremely efficient day let's just hope that joe burrow has that kind of game as well i think he only Uh, had six incompletions and he ended up with three touchdowns on the day and he was throwing the ball down the field. I mean, which is something, you know, the Rams haven't had in a long time. Um, But I'm not feeling good about Khalil Mack just because he's Khalil Mack. Um, Anytime you get somebody like that, if we were playing against the Rams, I'd say, I'm not feeling good about Aaron Darnold. I'm not feeling good about Khalil Mack. However, um, they don't typically move him around as much. So, you know, the majority of our sacks last week came um, on the interior of the line, particularly in the center guard gaps. Um, And Trey Hopkins had a bad day. He's clearly still shaking the rust off from his injury. Um, So I don't expect that to continue. I think he's going to be just fine. The guards are veterans. I think they're going to be just fine. Uh, Actually, Spain had a pretty good day. Suofilo is Suofilo. He was pretty average. Adequate. Um, Yeah. but so, you know, the good thing is they're not going to like move Khalil Mack, you know, standing over the center or something like that because right. um, they don't do that very much. So let's just hope that uh, Reef uh, and or Jonah Williams, because he does play both ends, um, that they have the kind of games they had last week, which was I mean, they played really, really, really well. Right. Um, so and, and their top linebacker is Roquan Smith. He's all yeah. over the place. He's one of their younger yeah, guys. He is. He's, he he's, he's, I've got him individually. I will be starting him because he's a a 10 tackle guy for me every week. So yeah, he uh, flies to the ball. The only, the only last thing, and, and it's weird. I'm not quite sure how to put this. The only other thing I'm, I'm not feeling good about is um, whether or not we get a little more aggressive with our play calling. Um, You know, we, we talked in the, in the uh, game wrap on Sunday about, you know, how we were very vanilla in, in like the second and third quarters, we came out, you know, a little more aggressively in the first and fourth, but then in the middle of the game, we kind of just kind of hemmed and hauled our way out there. And, and I know Zach said that they were just taking what the defense was giving them. And I get that. Like that's kind of just part of football. Um, So I'd like to see us be a little more aggressive on, on play calling, uh, particularly on third down three of 14 on third down is not going to get it done very often. Um, Three of 14 on third down. It's kind of miraculous that you win the game in that situation. Um, but, um, you know, I'd like to see us open it up based on what the Rams did last week. I'd like to see us test those cornerbacks, right. um, provided the, uh, the line holds up, give Joe, Joe Burrow some, uh, some time to throw the ball. 
Um, but you know, that's it. I'm, I, I guess I, it's just guarded optimism on the play calling. It's not that I'm not feeling good about it. Um, yeah. but, uh, but, but I'm guarded in my, in my optimism that we'll kind of change that and be a little more aggressive. I certainly hope we will be. Yeah. So, well, let's move on to the feeling good about, we always like to finish with the good stuff. Um, you know, what I'm feeling good about is I'm feeling good about their two offensive linemen that are that are on their injury report. Um, yeah. Peters left the game. They were thin at O-line to begin with because they lost the, one of their primary linemen in uh, preseason. So, And then they went ahead, and Jason Peters was limited practice both yesterday and today, and we have as of Thursday. So this is the updated as of today uh, injury report. And then uh, Larry Borum didn't, didn't play at all. He didn't practice. So, I yeah. mean, they're going to be, you know, that Peters didn't look that great. I mean, he may start, but, but these guys, like I said, they're already limping into this game. So I feel really good about that. Um, yeah. And they gave up, they gave up uh, three sacks last week to the Rams. I actually would have expected it to be more, um, but, uh, but they gave up three sacks and a, a bunch of pressures. Um, and we know that, um, you know, I hate to keep going back to Andy over and over and over again, you know, he's mobile and he's got the ability to get away, uh, on occasion, but he's also, he's, we know this, he's very sackable, if that makes sense. No, that's not, that's not a real stat or anything. Um, yeah. but you know, if you get one arm around him, he's not getting away from you. Um, he's more likely to just tuck the ball and go down. Right. So, you know, I, 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 I'm feeling good about that too. I'm feeling good about the pressure that we can put back there. We put great pressure on cousins for, uh, the majority of the game on Sunday. And, uh, I think we can definitely do that to Andy, especially if the offensive line is dinged up. Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the reasons why there was only three sacks in the Ram game is Andy Dalton was averaging. I think I read getting the ball, getting rid of the ball in under two seconds. Yeah. One point, he averaged 1.9 seconds holding the ball, which, which is he, almost held, he held some for two over two seconds, maybe three seconds, but there were a bunch of plays where he literally got rid of the ball and within a second. And that's how you, that's how you don't have Aaron Donald in your face. You know, yeah. that's something that they did. Um, I'm hoping that they don't, that they try to have go for deeper passes because Andy did not complete a pass over 19 yards in that game. So right. I'm hoping that they try to stretch the field a little more thinking, Oh, well it's the Bengals um, because all the write-ups I'm reading are, are keep talking about our team last year. So like yeah. when I'm reading the preview on this, they said, well, we expect to win the bear, you know, even though the Bengals did this last week, last year they were, and then they start talking about all our stats last year, last year's old news. I don't, I don't right. care what it said last year. So yeah, I, I and think I'm hoping they come in with that mindset because I think we're going to create one of the things I had that I'm feeling good about is the fact that Dalton's back there. And I think we can cause a lot of problems for Dalton. I think if our own Hendrickson and our own our defensive line does what they did to cousins, we could have a really good game um, and we could force Andy to some, some into some, say some serious I, mistakes. Yeah, I, I agree. And you know, the, the other thing is, you know, if he's going to do a lot of that Dinkin and Duncan, that's, that's fine. Um, but one of the things I said, I feel good about is I feel good about our linebackers making tackles. Um, you know, I, I think we had a lot of really good open field tackles with a few, um, uh, just a few miscues throughout the game. But as a Bengals fan, you know, you love to see um, wrapping guys up on defense because anybody that sat through the nineties um, it's, I mean, it's like, you still have nightmares about us trying to tackle people and just throwing an arm out there. 
Um, so I feel good about our linebackers making tackles. I feel good about our linebackers in general, you know, before, during our game preview, uh, for Minnesota, I talked about how I thought Jermaine Pratt was going to have a, a big year and he kicked it right off last week by being second on the team in tackles. I think he had um, six solo and two assists. Right. Um, and uh, and Logan Wilson played very very well, and Gaither had a couple big hits too. So right. I'm feeling really good. Uh, feeling really good about our linebackers because I think if Andy's getting the ball out quickly, it is going to be a little bit of dink and dunk, which means you got to make sure you bring those guys down. And you know we we got to look out for uh, Cole Komet at tight end. Um, you know we're going to get him after uh, we had Conklin last week. He wasn't that much of a factor before catches for 41, a 10 yard average out of the tight end uh, and commit in his game was five for 42 and eight and a half yard average. Um, we just need to make sure that when Dalton completes those passes to Montgomery and commit those guys, they were wrapping them up and bringing them down. Yeah. And they still have Jimmy Graham. You yeah. didn't see a lot of action in the Ram game, um, but he's still there and he can still be a factor. So they have formidable tight ends and we typically, you know, had issues with the tight ends over the years. So of course, let's uh, let's uh, but I, but I have that down too. I feeling really good about our D no, you know, on our injury reports, very clean, you know, Burrow was full practice both days. Uh, Brandon Wilson was full practice both days. The only guys that were limited were Bailey Phillips and Jack Car Jackson Carmen and Ricardo Allen obviously is going to miss this game he didn't practice and trey wayans is still listed and probably not playing so yeah uh, ricardo actually went on the ir right um and then with the with the uh the spot that they opened up um they brought up um erwin yeah they brought up erwin who was a fan favorite during the preseason right. um and i don't think we're going to see him on a whole lot of passing downs but i think i'll be interested to see what kind of contribution he can make on special teams um, because he is that kind of just hard-nosed all-around football player that wants to go out and make a tackle or make a block. Um, and I think he's a good guy to have on the roster. Yeah, I would rather, and this is just, this is personal preference. I don't understand the attraction to Thomas. I don't know why we didn't see Auden Tate last week instead right. of Thomas. And I would rather see Irwin instead of Thomas. So I, I don't understand. I know that there's a history with Zach and everything with Thomas, but uh, you know, like I said, I think there's better choices. I'd rather see Auden Tate out there and I'd rather see, I'd rather give Irwin a couple plays. So let's see yeah. how that plays out. Yeah. And it, it occurred to me too, that when we saw Thomas the most um, was actually when uh, Higgins sat out a couple series. Cause he was, he was, he had cramps and he was dinged up right, he was and, dehydrated. On and on the depth chart, they've got Mike Thomas listed behind Higgins. And I think I mentioned this in the rap, uh, the rap show that, you know, just because when you play Madden, you can move um, any receiver to any spot doesn't mean that in real life, that's how it works. Right. Um, right. You've got a, a precious few receivers that can right. do it all and that do know all the routes, um, but you got to put it in the guy that absolutely knows the routes. So I think that's why we saw Thomas more, but I, I would love to see a little more cross training in that respect. Right. Um, as far as getting guys into different positions. So You mean life isn't a video game? No, apparently not. No matter how many times, no matter how many times Sports Center or something decides to use instead of actual footage, they use, yeah. you know, Madden. Madden. Yeah. And I'm like, but just show me a game where this happened. I mean, I know there is one. Yeah. So, all right. Well, with that, let's get into the, let's get into our predictions. You want to go first? 
Sure, I'll go first. Um, you know, I see this being a lot like last week. Um, I do think that we, I think the game stays close. Um, I see the Bengals um, building a lead and holding on to the lead, but always being threatened um, and almost being matched score for score uh, towards the end. But I think um, whether it's a late touchdown by Chicago that uh, brings them real, real close uh, before, you know, having to try an onside kick or something like that, um, or whether it's us having to go down and make uh, a game-winning drive, um, I think it stays close. I'm going to take the Bengals. This is the same thing I wrote up in my picks this week. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals 27-24. Okay, you got a little higher scoring than me. Um, I concur. I do. I think this is going to be a ground-and-pound kind of game. Um, I think that they're going to, I think we're going to, both teams are going to try to run the ball. I mean, we're going to force the ball, which I'm not opposed to if we're going to play that kind of a game. Um, I think, like I said, I think our defense does cause problems for Dalton. Um, and if we can do to Montgomery, what we did to cook, I don't see any reason we could, if there's some turnovers for some turnovers, we could blow this game open, which would be nice as a Bengal fan to actually not sure have a close game and, and not have to sweat it. But, but in typical Bengal fashion, um, I'm still optimi op optimally ca cautious here. Um, right. I uh, and optimistic. I do think we win. I have the two possible scores. I wrote down two. I had 2016 and 2317, but I do see it being close. Um, and I do, I, like I said, I think it's going to be more of a grounded pound. I think their defense comes out with a chip on their shoulder and we see, we see a more formidable defense than the Rams saw. So that's yeah. why I'm going with the closer game, but, but I, I do like, I, I do like, I'm with you. I, the ground and pound is, is that totally works fine for me because it can open up stuff down the field. And I think lost in the shuffle this week, everybody keeps pointing at the five sacks of Joe Burrow. And, right. you know, obviously you want to protect your quarterback. And if you had your choice to choose, you'd probably choose at this point coming off injury to protect your quarterback. Um, but people aren't saying enough about how well that offensive line opened up holes for Joe Mixon. Right. On Sunday. Um, that's the reason he is the NFL's leading rusher this week. Um, so I, I would like to see them push around a defensive line again. Right. The, um, you know, three of the sacks were on blown blocks by, by Perrine. Okay. Right. Two or three of them. And then we had the one um, blown coverage, you know, a blocking assignment where vigil got through the vigil. I, I think we said this in the recap. That's a correctable thing. That's just somebody missed their assignment. Right. Uh, and then in terms of the other ones, we just had our backs. Like I said, we missed geo on that play. Geo would have never missed those blocks. So two or three of those stacks don't even happen. If geo still on our team, we need to have one of the running back needs to step up better. Whether yeah, it's Nixon or, 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 Chris Evans, but maybe that's not in his skill set yet, which is why we didn't see. And him. I'm not sure. And I'm not sure. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. And, um, you know, I'll echo what I already said earlier. Um, Trey Hopkins was charged with two of those sacks at the center position. He's still kicking off the rust. I don't think we really expected him to be back week one to begin with. Um, so the fact that he's even back is impressive on its own. Uh, I'm not worried about him. I think that's correctable too, as he gets back, to you know full game speed and plays the way he played last year those two sacks don't happen yeah well and you also have eddie goldman who's the nose tackle for for the bears who was limited practice wednesday did not practice today good so he was listed on their injury report so you know hopefully he's not a, well not hopefully but you know if he's not 100 right. that will help things out so i don't risk sure. for people to play hurt but um 
but obviously we're talking about things we feel good about and don't feel good about. So, right. All right. Well, we both have the Bengals winning close games this week. We do both. see. I see it a little lower scoring than you, but um, like I said, it's okay to blow the game out. I'm okay with a, uh, with not having the nail biter that I had last week. So, you know, we could, uh, now this is a really, really important game because we got Pittsburgh coming up after this. Um, if the Bengals want to show that they're a different team, these are the kind of games you have to win. It's yeah. basically that simple. So we had, a, we had a winnable game week one. This is a very winnable game week two. You know, going in Pittsburgh, we need to go in 2-0. and It's that mm -hmm. simple. So. Yeah, because, well, and they're they're probably going to be two. They've got Vegas, and sure, the Vegas win felt felt good on on Monday Night Football. Um, but uh, the Steelers got they've got a better defense than Baltimore, and rumors of their demise have been greatly exaggerated. Yeah, well, I think I also te I think telling you I think the Bills are are overhyped for right. what they are. But uh, it's ironic that the four teams and Florio wrote about this, that the four teams that had issues getting players on board with the vaccination went 0 and 4. So, right. you know, when you look at Washington and Minnesota, you know, and bills being three of those four teams right. so, um, that had COVID issues. So we'll see how, you in know, Dallas and Dallas. So, but Dallas, Dallas made a game of it. Yeah, that was a fun yeah. one. Dallas, I'm not a big fan of moral victories, but that was a, going into Tampa Bay and playing that close. They could feel good coming home on that plane flight. So, I'll tell you what, when, um, you know, besides the Bengals game, anybody that's watching football this weekend, in my opinion, I think it's going to be a really fun weekend. Vegas has got no less than five games where the total is, is at 50 or more. Right. Um, when, and Vegas isn't usually wrong about that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think there's going to be some really, really fun ones. Matter of fact, Mark, if it's okay with you, I'm going to throw uh, uh, the picks article down in the comments. So if anybody wants to read about uh, who I picked, it's myself and two other writers. Um, you can feel free to take a look. Excellent. Throw that in the column there. We'll be back with a recap right after the game. Uh, and with that, everybody have a uh, safe rest of your week. We're going to say who to everybody. And let's let, let's hopefully we're uh, blowing that horn because we're two and zero on Sunday. Take care, Go everybody. Again.